0: To get started,
1: visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. This episode of The Self-Love Club is brought to you by Sugar Baby Beauty. Clean, kind, and vegan using the best ingredients for your skin and the planet. Hello and welcome to The Self-Love Club, the podcast dedicated to chatting about stuff that matters, real talk, and lols. I'm your host, Belle Crawford, and on the show this week, we're joined by an OG. Longtime listeners will probably remember our gal, Nikki Eismonger. I asked you on my Belle Crawford socials, who would you like me to get on? And a few people wanted us to check in with some of the OG self-love club guests. And this has been a long time coming. If you haven't listened to Nikki's previous episodes, there are two in 2019. I recommend after listening to this, you scroll back and listen in our backlog. Nikki has a way of being vulnerable in such a beautiful, respectful, and relatable way. Nikki is raising two twin girls on her own, and since we last had her on, she's moved. We find out what she's been up to, what area she's aspiring to work in. We chat through relationships over the past couple of years, anxious gal things, trusting the process, and feeling content in yourself, and generally, a couple of gal pals having a good catch-up after ages. Right, let's get into it enjoy and make sure you click subscribe and follow on spotify share on your instagram stories and tag us at self love club podcast give us a follow and we can see it and share and maybe send you a puppy or a kitten. Actually, no. But I do have a new kitten called Piper. She's a ragdoll. She's adorable. And I'm very surprised she hasn't meowed while I've been recording this. Nikki, welcome back to the self-love club. Oh my goodness, this is so cool. It's been a couple now. It's been a while. And we've been wanting to do this for ages. And a little while ago, people, I put it out there. I'm like, who do you want me to get on? And they said some of the OGs like Nikki to see how they're doing, (laughs) which has always been something we've wanted to do. So... How are you? What's, I mean, there's so much that's happened. I've moved yeah. out of Auckland. I'm living in Fongamata, throwing
0: shakas. Yeah. Um, my daughters are now in school, which is insane. That's wild. Five-year-olds.
1: Oh, I think they were like just about to turn three, maybe, last yeah, week's spoke. Yeah, I think so. Wow.
0: three, And yeah. now they catch the bus in the morning and afternoon.
1: I'm kidding? not allowed to pick
0: them up from school.
1: Are they that independent already? Yeah, it turned
0: up at school a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, cool, let's go get ice cream on the way home. And they were like, we're going on the bus. And I got to the bus. I had to follow the bus. It was so embarrassing for my soul. I was like, following this bus, and I pulled up at the skate park because that's where they get off. Very cool. And they got off the bus and they're like, so are we going to get ice cream or are we going to the skate park? I was like, so now we revolve around. My, literally, I revolve around my children now.
1: I'm like, now you've raised some little independent women. They're so sassy. Yeah. They're getting worse. They're getting sassier. <laughs> yeah, so Nikki's got two uh, five-year-old twin girls, Frankie and Harper, and they're so cute. What was one of the, th- the comments that, oh, there was something I saw on your Instagram where one of them was made a sassy comment about a boy. Well, oh. Was that at with the skate park? Because I think I saw something about the skate park or yeah. whatever. Yeah, so in Pawanui
0: one day they were at the skate park and she said, he's really cute, that's a really cute boy. And now we were looking out the window the other day and you could see the water from home and she was like, oh, there's another cute boy fishing. I was like, I'm just not ready for it. And then Harper's got a boyfriend Apparently, And then Frankie told me she has two boyfriends But I just don't know who to believe at this stage
1: Yeah but wasn't there a comment about someone A boy being mean to her and she was like <gasps> "Oh, that was that And comment. I was like yes queen Like we all need to oh, hear this yeah. yeah he
0: said something about um, I can't remember what he said to her But she turned around and she was like just don't even Look at me ever again And then I said well what did, what did he do after that And she said he came and sat with me at lunch and just stared at me But didn't talk I was like oh, I think he's got a crush on you then <laughs>
1: the kind of energy we need. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were living in Auckland where you grew up and like your family and then mm-hmm. they they moved away as well, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So during lockdown 2.0, mum moved to she was in New Zealand and then when Covid hit, I was like you need to leave because she's immune whatever. Right. And so she left and mum and dad sold their house in Beachlands so mum moved to Parnellway and then in lockdown 2.0 I was kind of like mm, Auckland might not be the vibe raising two girls on my own. Yeah. So low. Um, yeah. So, mum moved to Pawanui and I was like, right, I need to be with mum. So, I moved to Pawanui and then they bought in Whangamata and I moved there.
1: And you liking it? Because if, if you don't know what uh, where Whangamata is, it's like just south of Auckland a little bit, a few, mm-hmm. few hours, right? It's a small yeah, it's beach like town. Two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty chill and quiet. Very chill and quiet. Not much
0: going on. Yeah, it's getting a bit sleepy. (laughs) It's very quiet. It's nice. It's beautiful. It's really nice, and I've made some really nice friends there. One in particular, Kristen, is just like I spend every minute with her. The girls are at
1: school. I'm like, oh
0: yeah, no, it's good. It was so much fun over summer. It was busy, but now that it's turning a little bit colder, yeah, not many people are going.
1: And so, what's the plan? Like, are you going to stay there? And I guess you're going with it because I mean, you're raising girls, right?
0: Yeah, I don't. I think if. weren't for the girls I think I probably would have come back by now Mm. they're just so settled in their school and yeah it's a nice place to raise kids it is it's really nice and their school's amazing and we had like a the day that we had the tsunami warning their schools are inland a little bit and the teachers were sending pictures of all the kids like up this massive hill and they're having their picnic and they're doing their learning up on this hill and I'm like you can't do that in Auckland you know like literally outdoor (laughs) rural learning
1: yeah. like
0: the cow patties, and I was like, that's so cool.
1: Yeah, that's cute. So, I mean, now that the girls are at school more, like, do you want to do things for yourself, like, yeah. work-wise? Or, I mean, there's no judge because no one has to do anything that anyone else does, but, like, are there things you want to do for yourself? Yeah. Now you've got that time, perhaps? Yeah, no,
0: I've had a look at it. The thing is it's really hard to find a job that's very, like, child-friendly. Like, anything Monday to Friday would be amazing, but then doing that, it's like you either miss, drop, bust, um, bus stop drop off or pick up mm. and then I'm so interested in fashion and things like that but then that often leads to like you need to start in retail to get like climb the ladder I suppose and then that takes away time with the girls on the weekends and then it's mum and dad having to watch them so I'm like really trying to find yeah what's gonna work
1: that's hard you mm. know having to think about all those things that yeah I guess a lot of mums who are listening will understand especially mums that are doing it on their own as well
0: yeah it's the logistics of like full-time parenting
1: yeah I mean you've been smashing it though and I know you've got your parents who are amazing but how have you I know it's not easy I, I mean I personally don't know but it, it can't be that easy like how do you do it
0: yeah I guess I don't know any different now it's been like made and I separated over three years ago now and it's just kind of been the way it is mm.
1: yeah and he lives overseas so he he's does. not really around to like he's not around to help you co-parent no, and so like
0: COVID as well like made that even harder
1: he's got a baby Really?
0: Yeah, he's got a month old.
1: Wow, oh, it was two
0: months. Be me. Yeah, he's so cute. Yeah. He's actually the cutest little boy ever.
1: Yeah, and how like how are you feeling about those things? Because that's never easy, and it's yeah. not. Well, he's engaged. He's got a baby. I'm like so stoked for him.
0: Frankie and Harper is so happy. Ainsley's amazing. His fiance, she actually is the nicest. So lucky there. But yeah, I mean, it's like I I was so, so excited for them, and yeah. then I had a moment of like. Like when does that happen for me? Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean it'll happen when it happens.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. It is hard. Like even though you're happy for them and you've moved on. We all get that. We're, yeah. And I can imagine it's even harder when you've been married and have children with someone, but even though you're happy for them, you're like, oh, like when someone moves on or gets like married or whatever, you're like, oh, God, that, I don't know why, but that hurts a little yeah. bit of my heart. my like, soul. Yeah. yeah. It's, I guess it's because maybe one day we thought that was us or I don't yeah. know what it is. It, it doesn't, it's okay to feel that. I think mm. that's very normal.
0: Yeah. I think it's only natural as well. And it's like, it's kind of something when you've experienced it as well, you know, it's like that was kind of, I had gone through that as well. And then you come out the other side and then you see it happen again and you're like, I, everyone deserves love and everyone deserves to be happy. So I'm so glad he's found it. Yeah. I just need to wait for my turn now.
1: I know. <laughs> I, I feel the same. Like, uh, it's a bit like that, isn't it? Everyone's timeline's different. Mm-hmm. And I think as you get older and maybe you haven't found your person yet, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. I think I've noticed as well as you're in, because I'm in my early 30s now, there's comments people make. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like these expectations and pressures and then pressures you put on yourself. I think 20s are so carefree.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, mine weren't. But yeah,
1: yours weren't. <laughs> I yeah. wish they had been. Yeah, no, I'm
0: kind of getting to that age well, that stage now. Now that Frankie and Harper are older, I'm like, I've got my independence back as well. And it's been like Honestly, I've actually not hated being single this time around. Like, I mean, I've, <laughs> to be fair, I've only been single like three months. But... I Like, I'm actually, it's the first time that I've found confidence in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm usually very much one of those people that needs to be either chatting to someone or talking to someone, but the last, I mean, it was a horrific breakup, but I actually feel almost empowered by it now. I do think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to find our person, but I now kind of like I've decided I just need to trust the process now.
1: Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. kind of where I think I got to, too. I don't dabble in it much. Like, it mm-hmm. oh, doesn't mean I'm not chatting to people or I don't date people, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, you get to a stage and you're like, you just realise that you can't do anything about Mm. it and just go with it. Well, you can't force it either. And you don't want to. You don't want to. Because that's when people, I mean, it's like, we could have had things with certain people, but we didn't, some people don't want to settle as well. Mm. I think as well,
0: um... I don't know if it comes with age as well and where I'm at with the girls is that I almost feel like I put more pressure on a relationship because I have been married. I have had children and I'm very used, I got very used to that feeling as well. So I almost feel like I put pressure on myself in a relationship to be more than I probably need to be to make it feel like, I don't know, it's a niggly one. Yeah, really do you
1: think having kids, I, I guess from your perspective, do you think having kids and perhaps dating when you are in that situation, mm-hmm. there's like more, not at stake, but you know, like there's oh, more to absolutely. think about? So
0: yeah. So, it's like three hearts that break, as opposed to like yeah. one. Yeah. So talk
1: us through that. Like mm-hmm. so when you you know you're just going about the dating thing. Like you got you got a really cool story to tell us <laughs> soon about the dating app thing. But like no, no like talk us through that because I mean I guess for me I don't have to think about that. How does that work when you're just going about it? I guess it's just normal for you. And then you know bringing up the fact you have kids, which mm-hmm. is totally fine. Yeah, they're adorable mm-hmm. they're little queens. Mm-hmm. How does that go down for you? Well, anyone I've
0: dated before has kind of. <sighs> God has either like slid in ugh, slid in the DMs. So I guess it's like pretty obvious that I'm a mum on yeah. social media or if I like feel adventurous and like dip my toes into the bumble <laughs> bumble scene um I don't actually say it on my Bumble only because if it had been the other way around, if like Matt had pictures of Frankie and Harper on his Bumble when he was single or like had his Instagram connected, I would have felt kind of awkward. Like there's people you don't know seeing your children, which I guess sounds very ironic considering they're on Instagram, but you just almost, I don't know, opening the door to more like creepy.
1: Yeah, it's a dating web. It's a a dating dating app. Whereas Instagram, I know that a lot of people slide into DMs these days. It seems like basically a dating app. Totally. But it's not actually meant to be. Exactly. So it's different. I know what you And I feel like
0: those people probably wouldn't find my Instagram because I feel like I I do kind of fall into like a mummy Instagram situation. So I feel like those people aren't really looking for that. But I mean, yeah, I just, I've never really put it out there on a dating app. Yeah. I also... Because I have been single for so long, I feel like the person that I start dating has to get along with Frankie and Harper. So it's not like they get introduced straight away or anything like that. But I am very open about the fact that I'm a mum. And obviously, Frankie and Harper are my priority. And you either get along with them or you don't. Or you either vibe with them or you don't. And Frankie and Harper will tell me too. Like, I've, I've probably only met three or four boys that I've dated. They get a vibe better than I do. Really? So there was like one, there was this one person in particular. He sucked. But Frankie and Harper like never really jailed with him. Really? At all. And I feel like that was a pretty good red flag.
1: Yeah, so they're like a good judge of character Such a you. good judge of character. And it's sometimes nice to have, it's like having your friends or your family. Totally. Because they are removed a little bit from exactly. the situation. So like instead of us being like, oh, I really like this person and you get caught up in it. Maybe you'll ignore little things or whatever. Exactly. They're like removed so they can actually see it from there. Like, yeah. no, nah, it's not going to work. Yeah. And I think they pick up on me as well. So if
0: I'm not vibing it, they're kind of like, mm, as well.
1: But in saying that, they Did don't they meet, Do they say it to you? Like, they're like we don't like that person. I'm
0: like, I don't really like, uh, and I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Me neither. Out she goes to you. <laughs> but in saying that, I would never introduce them to someone that I didn't see potential with. Yeah, Because yeah. Like, they cannot be just meeting no, it's anyone, it's not fair on It's people. not fair. Yeah. And it's also not fair on, like, whoever it is that you're dating either because it's like, Frankie and I have a freaking cold. Like, I don't blame you if you, like, fall in love with them. That yeah. year, but I am very, very, very cautious of who they meet. And they are met as, like, this is a friend. Mm. It's not, like, boyfriend
1: yeah if you're comfortable enough and you don't have to say anything you don't want to Mm -hmm. but talk us through the last couple of I guess breakups and maybe things that you've learned Mm -hmm. through that yeah I'm getting so good at breakups now I really am yeah same I'm like (laughs) I'm sick of it (laughs) you get kind of pro but then I also I don't know I think as I've gotten older I often find them harder I don't know if it's like there's more at stake totally so
0: the last relationship I was in he was actually a really really nice guy he was awesome and Frankie and Harper adored him. he lived in Fong Matar, too. I think that probably put some pressure on it too because it's like we both lived in Fong Matar.
1: How did you meet him? um
0: We actually tried to figure it out a few times how we met origin I think we had originally met on uh, love that. <laughs> maybe like two two years eighteen months ago, when he was here, he was living in Australia and we matched and then i think we became instagram friends and i went off bumble again i have honestly i've never stayed more than like you're 24 like, 36 you're hours like on me. it i hate it honestly i'm a Ugh. and i went off bumble and then <laughs>
1: I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's got- just so scary. Yeah, it's just the admin as well. I find not using the busy as an excuse, but I am. It's just there's so many people that aren't. It sounds terrible, but it's just so much admin, right? It is a lot, of and admin. I can't keep up with all the messaging. Exactly. And then I'll get busy, and I won't see it for three weeks, mm-hmm. and then I'll be like, oh, I better go talk to my pretend like Bumble boyfriends or yeah. whatever, and then be like, Hey, so uh, it's been three weeks. How you doing? And they probably think I'm like this massive like lurker, but it's like I've been a bit busy. The nature of my work, I have to do work marathons. Sometimes and so you know when you don't have enough time for yourself, you're not going to like talk to a random guy. Like, just you? tune into ZDM yeah. we we'll have a chat there. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> just uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, and then the the guy, I think one thing that I find helpful is the guys that get a bit mad with you for not messaging oh them back. My and I'm like, God. thank you for doing some homework for me because I won't go near you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. You yeah, put yeah. up your own red flag. It's, it is entertaining mm. as much as it's like I'm like it's a grim state of affairs out oh, there. it Really is. Yeah, it really. Is. I've just tried Hinge. It's a little bit better. I have heard it is. Yeah, but try it while you're in. Oh no, yeah. It's like try it while you're in Auckland. But anyway, so yeah. So talk us through. So you had originally met and then you were friends and then you ended up, I guess, living in the same place. In the
0: time that we weren't talking, I had met someone else, and then that ended. And then um, <laughs> look, feel free to share any uh, any information. Oh no, he's crazy. Um, and then started talking to Mister Fung and ended up actually we were talking during lockdown the original lockdown at the end of lockdown I went to Pawanui to see mum and then we had this like it's actually in hindsight quite cute we had this like I got to Pawanui like really late one night and we met at like a halfway point between Pawanui and Whangwata and had this like car date and we like just chatted that was it and then we started hanging out quite regularly and then it kind of one thing led to another and then we were in a relationship and I, in that time, moved to Whongmatah with mum and dad from Pawanui and, yeah, we were together for a wee while. Honestly, he really was, like, the coolest guy. Yeah. He was, and then it got very, very, very serious. It ended on not such nice terms, but that's also his story too, so I'm like...
1: Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, and Did it kind of blindside you a bit? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I think in hindsight there were probably
0: moments where we probably should have ended it earlier but yeah I think it ended for a reason and it was actually quite devastating but He's moved again and I'm still in Whangamata and I just want what's best for him. I want him to be happy, but I wouldn't say we're on good terms. Yeah. Like, we're on good terms. We just don't talk.
1: Yeah, that's kind of, I think that's I think often the best good. way. Had,
0: this was the, kind of, this yeah. was the kind of breakup that had to be. It had to be like we cannot be on talking terms because if, if we talk to each other, it just ends up getting nasty because there was just so much more involved with this one. And yeah. Yeah, it's just not worth it.
1: I think, like, every situation's different. But for mm-hmm. me, I find – and there's kind of these breakup rules that you don't have mm-hmm. to follow, but they do say that to actually get over someone properly, you need to have at least 60 days no contact. Yeah. Longer, if possible. Oh, because I think, yeah. if you continue to talk to this person in the early stages, mm-hmm. it's just messy and, like, people will go back to people will, like, for that little dopamine hit. Which totally. You think it is. It's like you, a validation. You You're think like, it's going to make you feel yeah, better, but it makes you feel it. 10 times worse. Exactly.
0: This breakup was niggly because – we have like quite a few mutual friends through social media and I just kind of kept after we broke up I kept finding things out like people reach out and tell you oh, so-and-so is hooking up with so-and-so and I'm like mm, that's great if that's how he's getting over it but like I don't need to know that yeah and so that's kind of I guess where it got a little bit messy because we do know the same people and people think they're doing you a favor by saying that and so I think it's just like it's been a case of like you actually just need to cut
1: you do. That's always been my style, and not in a nasty way. Like no, I'll, exactly. I'll often be on good terms with that person, exactly. or not good terms, yeah. but like I'm not like I'm not going to be mean and be exactly. messy. I just think for me, and it's not always been that way. Um, but if you can try to just be strong, and it's because you're feeling so trash, yeah, right? Totally. By continuing it, you're just going to prolong it, Prolonged and the it. and yeah. you just you got to rip the Band-Aid off mm-hmm. and just go okay. We need to, you know, if we can delete off social media, we'll do that. I know it's hard because you're nosy, right? And mm-hmm. you want to see what's going on. Yeah. But if you can just not message them, just really, it actually helps you so much mm. in how you can heal.
0: Exactly. And honestly, I'll be the first to put my hat up and say this was like, for sure, the nastiest breakup I've ever had. Like, I actually turned into someone that I didn't really like. I've always been quite good at being on good terms with ex-boyfriends, always. But this one was just, and I didn't like I became mm. from it at all and I said some really nasty things to him and he'd say some not-such-great things back.
1: Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? You can't beat yourself up because I think, yeah, like you say, we don't have to always be on amazing terms with somebody because sometimes they suck. Not if it's to the detriment of your own happiness as well. No, exactly, Mm. and I think a lot for – Women as well I think we're almost raised To be nice And like Either keep the peace Yeah And it's like yeah. You know what If someone was really horrible to you And it sucked You don't have to say anything You don't have to do it. Any- you don't have to be their friend Mm-mm. It's always nice If you can be nice But you don't have to mm. Like And don't exactly. be used up for. Be- like these things happen And it-, it brings out Different stuff in us And mm. it's just I think, yeah, sometimes we're just not meant to be with certain people. Yeah, hey.
0: and I think it was a relationship I put a, bit, a lot of pressure on myself on.
1: That's right, learning and growing. <laughs> <laughs> and we go back to the how, beginning. We start again. <laughs> how are you feeling now, though? Because I know that it takes a while to get yeah. to a point where you're feeling good. What did that look like for you? And, and when? How are you feeling? Just yeah, it was probably it was
0: definitely like the worst breakup I have ever, ever, ever had. It was emotionally draining. For sure the girls were at an age where we were like living together Um, and it was the first relationship where Frankie and Harper have actually understood what was going on and they would be asking where he was and there was one day where Frankie was crying and she said I miss him and does he not like me anymore and it was the first time they've been like wow I really need to be careful who they meet and I don't know, I just, honestly, I just said to them, no, it's not the case at all, like, he just had to move for work and he's now living in Auckland. Yeah. And they get it, but they'll still ask, and bless their souls, they are so kind, they do these things in school, in their class, it's called Heart Thoughts, and she came home the other day and she said, I sent my Heart Thoughts to today, and... Like well, oh, you don't need to do that anymore. But thank you. <laughs> it's really you can send nice. them to me now.
1: You can send them to me. Yeah,
0: um, they're not. They're sweet. They they're sweet. They're kind.
1: Gosh, I wish that we could. My one of my things in life is I never want to get bitter. Like it's Mm-mm. my thing. I never want to be bitter. Like no. you can be smart and learn. Yeah. But I just love how kids are so sweet so and they've sweet. got like a, a pu- like it's like this pureness, right? They're just so well. There's no ego involved yeah. either. Yeah, And they don't know any like, you know <laughs> oh, Please they don't please. know any pain from breakups yet <laughs> Give it a few years yeah, 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 That's the thing though Like when you're in these situations You're only doing your best at the time With what mm-hmm. you know, right? This is the thing with um, dating and relationships too Yeah, you're giving things a go You're putting yourself out there Like you're not I mean obviously there's things you got to look out for a little bit mm-hmm. But it's like You're only doing your best You're not to know And mm-hmm. I think maybe there's that naivety we have And that's why we're doing it Because we don't We think it's going to work out, you know?
0: Yeah, well I'm, I'm like forever optimistic or Mm. I give people the benefit of the doubt even if they don't deserve it. But I'm also not very good at being vulnerable. I'm also not good at like admitting when I'm wrong either. And I think those are things that I've learned from this last relationship to carry, like to take with me into my next is that I need to be more vulnerable and probably listen better and not ignore red flags.
1: Still to come on the show, we chat about those red flags, social media, soft launches, feeling content and whole in yourself. And the kinds of chats you can expect when gal pals catch up for the first time in ages. But first, a message from this week's sponsor, Sugar Baby Beauty. Sugar Baby self-tan probably has a lot of nostalgia for you, as it was the first self-tan a lot of us used. It's had a refresh, and it looks and feels so good. The softest-feeling self-tan I've ever used on my skin. All of their products are clean, kind, and vegan, with the best natural ingredients for your skin and the planet. Sugar Baby has every self-tanning product you could want. There's mousse, creams, tan eraser, and even face self-tan water. I've been using them all. The Golden Glow Instant Bronze Self-Tan Mousse gave me the most beautiful-looking and feeling tan that lasted for over a week and a half. The Bronze Radiance Instant Glow Wash-Off Bronzing Cream is a bestseller, and I can see why. It's handy when I need a quick tan, and it's safe for sensitive skin. Sugar Baby also has new face skincare treatments, four different pot masks and biodegradable sheet masks. Goodbye to dry is perfect for the colder months to hydrate and soothe. You can find all of the Sugar Baby products at farmer's stores in New Zealand. Thanks so much Sugar Baby for making this episode of the Self Love Club possible. What have been some red flags? We talk about them a bit these (laughs) days. What have been some, and you don't have to go into specifics, but like general, what have been some red flags that you notice now that perhaps you've ignored? Because we all have had them. We've all got certain ones, you know? Yeah,
0: one for me and my most recent was I found a message that was sent when he was drunk to a random girl on Facebook and I believed he was like, I don't know how it happened, I believed that until my friends and family were like, how do you believe that? And I was like, okay, so that's me giving someone the benefit of the doubt yeah. where they don't deserve it. Because for me, good, yeah, because yeah, I was like, okay, like, yeah, that makes me an idiot. But then at the same time, I couldn't drop it either. So like,
1: yeah, so you knew it me, wasn't
0: right. I knew it wasn't right, but I was like, oh, but you're so great. No, if you're great, you wouldn't do it. Mm. So that for me is a red flag of just dishonesty and like trying to cover it up and make it my issue. Like, why can't you drop it? Why can't you drop it two weeks later? Why are you still bringing it up? No, that's a red flag. Like, if I'm not dropping it, there's a reason. Yeah. Another one is when someone tiptoes around any situation, whether it be how they're feeling or how I'm making them feel, communication is so important. Um, Other red flags for me are I've decided that Instagram boys are a red flag. Like, you cannot be, I just... Mm, I cannot do. A do you mean
1: ex- guys that are like taking photos and you know? Yes, and yeah. Just I'm like, a bit put off by I that can't as well. Do yeah. it. I'm like, oh. I cannot. I do want that. a guy whose Instagram looks like trash, and they've got a photo from like 152 exactly. weeks ago, and it's give like.
0: Give me all the fish pictures yeah. on your Instagram. That's all I want to see. Wholesome. All the wholesome not for fishing. Your selfies. Exactly. Yeah, that's fine. You can have your old photos of non-wholesome stuff, but just give me wholesome now.
1: <laughs> it's like the risk of that being like a um, feeling like that's double standards because we, you know, oh, girls can do God, that. God, you I'm know a what I mean? Shocker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but, but I'm not doing it for like DM bait. I'm just. Yeah. Like, I look at on the apps I'm like nah I can tell You can just tell And and that's the terrible thing About appearance based apps Right Because you can look at someone Either "Mm, You're wanting to be Insta famous Mm -hmm. Or I'm like you're gonna ruin my life I can just tell by the look In their eyes And then sometimes you're like I'll let you ruin my life for a little bit <laughs> you Might be, be fun You'll you know? be a learning experience <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll We can learn and grow it. from this yeah,
0: exactly Yeah yeah
1: um, What about for you another one for me is I noticed and I think it's through getting older but also doing a bit of therapy in this re- in this area I kept attracting similar types of people yes. like the avoidance or emotionally not together or available mm-hmm. and you're like why am I attracting these people which is when you learn more about attachment types when you're an anxious attachment type in relationships which I am mm-hmm. I'm secure elsewhere which is interesting mm-hmm. and often being anxious you end up I step into the role of calming other people yeah. down and I'm like fuck where did my Turn anxiety me down. Yeah, calm myself down like why do I have to waste this on somebody else you attract avoidance yeah. right it's just like yeah. these two people are attracted to each other but I sort of observe it a bit more now and a big one for me is when people are a bit full-on at the beginning yes like what is that called the love bomb love bombing. yeah telling you all the stuff saying yes. all these things which is nice it is and nice. we do like it it's comforting but, but not I'm if it like, lasts
0: twenty-four hours. It needs to be like if you're gonna be like that, you need to like consistently yeah. be like that. Because otherwise you're picking up that like, oh, this has changed. Why have you changed? Yeah, 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 yeah. After
1: a week of chatting, okay, has um something's changed here? And like when you're something. anxious, you pick up on any change. Absolutely. You're like
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay, well you said this this way. Not that you say it to them, be no, so but you read
0: into it. Yeah. I read into everything. Yeah absolutely. Everything. And that's when you can feel a bit deflated. A red flag for me as well is like if I find myself overthinking or reading into anything, yeah. that's usually because something is Changed, yeah. So like, if I'm putting, if I'm getting into a position where I'm like, okay, I'm overthinking this. I'm overthinking this. There's a reason I'm overthinking it. Yeah. Whether it be little or not, I just think for me, and that's not a red flag for them. That's a red flag for me. I'm like, okay, maybe I need to take a step back, and like make sure that I'm good because it's not necessarily on them either.
1: No, that's like my own
0: personal red flag.
1: Mm, Mm. Yeah, it's so hard. (laughs) I hate dating. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. (laughs) And here we are. But yeah, no, red flags are an interesting one to look out for. It's that old annoying thing, eh? Like, and I also think nothing you can say and do, obviously within reason, there's some mm. things you could say and do that would be terrible, but it's either gonna work or it isn't. Yeah. And so I think another one, yeah, you can say how you feel about things. Like you can be a little bit vulnerable with people. Yeah. I think we're taught to have this front up and don't obviously you don't want to tell people your trauma and stuff too soon, you know, like yeah. or like because they don't All of the they, trauma. These guys often will run away because they'll yeah. be like, they don't love you yet, right? You yeah. just it's just but keep it light like a friendship and chill. Mm-hmm. But you can tell people There was a guy I, I was chatting with And I was like Look I, I'm not gonna lie I find this Just getting really Over the dating set You know I, I find it a bit deflating And it's, it's A little bit triggering too As well yeah, you well, you never quite dealt with Yeah you everything. But you can tell them that You can say like I just I'm over this this, is, this sucks And they'll be like And then he was like Yeah this does suck Like dating <laughs> This is shit And because you, you're going Through the same experience right Not that you need to go Into massive detail But it's like You're both clearly On an app chatting uh, Maybe going on dates Or whatever It's a shared experience and funny hey like people on dating apps almost pretending that they're not on dating apps oh my you know what I mean lady, like, and it's like you we're can talk- here together hon. there's no hiding from yeah so you the can you app. can talk about that and be like yeah like I'm happy in my life and things are good but I find this draining as shit and mm. they'll be like yeah no you're right you can sort of share some vulnerabilities of people I think that's something for me I've had to learn too and I'm still working on being more vulnerable even in this space I let other people be vulnerable but then for myself i I don't know like I haven't always been like that with myself but then I'm learning that I can do that like mm. i let other people do it so I'm allowed to do it as well yeah but it's, it is hard to be vulnerable but that's yes. what people connect with I think so and I think
0: as well I've learned in the past that I've I'm a bit of an open book and that sometimes gets me into trouble as well mm. whether it be friendships or relationships or anything like that and because I have been open and it's got me in trouble before I think it's almost made me put up like a guard yeah Yeah.
1: No, I'm. I think I'm the same. or when you've had someone use it against you or like twist it, exactly.
0: And I just sometimes you want to retreat. Sometimes I want to be like a little hermit crab and just observe.
1: That's me. I love the
0: I can't do it though. I just get word vomit, and I'm like, oh. And then I walk away, and I'm like, (laughs) fuck. Did I say anything
1: I shouldn't have said? It sucks. Do you know a funny story? I actually told my friend this the other night. So this guy I was dating for a while after our first date. I didn't check my phone for like all his messages for like 3 days cuz I we got a little bit drunk and like it was fine. We had a really fun night. It was such a cool first date. Uh yeah, I was like didn't want to read it because I was like you know when you get a little bit drunk and yeah you're a little bit chatty. I was fine, I know I was fine, but you're like oh god, what did I say? Yes. Like, was I too open? <laughs> like so I yeah. literally didn't open his messages for like three days. I like ignored them and my freak I fucked this up. This no, chick does not no, want no, that. Like, no, it was just me being scared. I was like oh shit, and I and my friend I told her the story. She's like man, you cracked me up. I was like literally I could not read his messages. I was like oh god, that no, can't go there. Like almost avoiding it. Oh, I think I told him that age. Just late, and he's like no nah, you were so much fun like it was awesome we had a great night you did nothing wrong oh, love but I think in the past when you're someone who maybe overthinks a lot or you have done stupid <laughs> shit like we all have or you've had it used against you yeah being the full-on girl you know whatever oh god mm. but yeah and then I think sometimes it's a good thing as well You know, people think, oh, there needs to be sparks, butterflies, you need to know straight away. But I've observed from a good dating experience that I didn't actually feel that way for a while. I didn't even know if I liked the person like that. Yeah. But that's okay. Like, I don't think sparks and wanting to bang someone straight, I don't know, like, yeah, that could be cool and that's fun, but...
0: It doesn't always happen that way as well. And I think it's really important as well, which I've learned very recently. I've learned so many things. Oh, my God. I'm just in my 29th year. I'm just so full of wisdom. <laughs> but what I have learned recently is that it's almost nicer to start as friends first and like become really good friends and vibe on that level and then if something comes from it awesome because you already know each other in a different way
1: that's probably my dream okay. but it gets harder as you get older because everyone's oh, coupled up old everyone's married. <laughs> everyone's married yeah
0: <laughs> must be nice yeah
1: must be very <laughs> must be nice really
0: happy for you yeah
1: <laughs> how do you like I mean we talk about that as well those moments and you've already said that you know in regards to other situations those moments you have when you're like because I've been there a little bit not for long but sometimes I go there and I'm like getting really over this mm-hmm. and i know you said it on your on the first chat we ever had you said it and it's so it was such a beautiful thing to say because it was like when is it going to be my turn? Mm -hmm. Because I think all of us feel like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like we learn not to be, don't go chasing it, don't Mm -hmm. give out desperate vibes, like be secure in yourself. And this is what this podcast is all about. It's like learning your worth and like having a cool life for yourself Mm -hmm. and then all that stuff will come. Yeah. How do you deal with those, I guess, little moments when you do feel like that? Because it's. I find it really hard. It sucks. Yeah. I think
0: this is like the first time in my life where I've actually like okay with being single and I think it's taken a long time to get here but when I do have my moments I will go to my friend Kristen and have a sit down and have a coffee, we love our instant coffee and it's from because she's in such a good relationship as well, she's like why, why rush it? Why rush to feel like you need someone because you get into a relationship and it's not all rainbows and mm. sunshine and it's I think having it put into perspective from someone that is in such a solid relationship to be like, it's not always amazing. Enjoy being where you are now and trust the process. I think if I have one of those yuck moments, I just need to talk to my friends Mm. or I mean, I go for a beach walk and sometimes like, this is like a sad music video listening to my depressing Spotify playlist. But I think sometimes you actually just need to sit and feel it for a little bit because it's like, it's not actually going to be like that forever. Yeah. It's not. And even if there's nothing wrong with being single either. I think in in this breakup and being single, I've learned so much more about myself than I would have in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I have learned that I'm so much stronger than what I was six months ago, a year ago, even like a month ago. It feels yuck at the time, but it doesn't last forever. You don't always feel like that.
1: Yeah, you almost get rewarded, not for going through the pain, but for pushing through. And then you get to this new level of being able to handle. You're just stronger and and then you're going to be so much better equipped for when that right person does come along.
0: Yeah, and I'm almost enjoying just focusing on me and the girls at the moment. And because the girls are older, I feel I get the mum guilt saying this. I'm enjoying spending more time on me. And I have a couple of weekends – up in Auckland, catch up with my Auckland friends, go out, probably have a little few few too many margaritas. But <laughs> I'm enjoying being 29 and like being single and yeah, just
1: yeah, I love that for you. So I often, I've never felt it I'm, I love that because I've felt that for years now And I, it doesn't mean that I haven't dated people or had things But like my last, when I worked it out Like my last proper long-termer was seven years ago now Holy moly And so that's why I'm like, I'm over it yeah. But that doesn't mean I haven't dated people for like a year or so in the process I mm-hmm. have, but I just mean like that was like a solid four or five year relationship yeah. You were like homeowners together Yeah, we owned you? a house That was when I was quite young mm-hmm. So then I, then I became single at 25 mm-hmm. And to, do you know what? Like, I'm so glad that I got that time. Like, yeah. I wasn't ready to have kids at that age, and that's and then okay. you traveled as well. Yeah, and I you got, got, I've got to travel. I've got to Yeah, I've got to meet so many cool people. Do way more things that I wouldn't have Look been what doing. You're doing now. It's all okay. Sometimes I feel like, well, maybe I don't want to leave this life. You know, like until I, it's something that's no, like, worth
0: leaving it. Yeah. but I think it's quite nice to be secure within yourself that you don't feel like you need to add someone to that unless they're the right person.
1: I'm really glad that you're there. Yeah. Oh, it's really nice. And like you talk about um, yeah, chatting with friends and like doing your little beach walks and stuff. What are some other self-care things that have been really good for you lately? I actually, when I was in
0: the thick of, actually prior to breakup, I was talking to a therapist and that was really good. I really enjoyed that. There's a lot of reading involved. There is getting off my phone, not that it looks like it. If you're on my Instagram, <laughs> I do put my phone down a lot more than I used to. Honestly, I think just focusing on the girls as well, and then also making my friend Lara. She was like, "You need to make a non-negotiables list." And so when I'm like feeling, that's a good idea. She's so she's a genius. Oh
1: my um, god, I need to like I need these friends as well. They yeah. sound amazing. No, you need Lara.
0: I'll send you her profile
1: Um, (laughs) and
0: with her she because we've been through a very similar situation like she's divorced and she's a solo mum and she gets it and she is so full of wisdom honestly I could go to Lara for anything and she always knows what to to say I talk to her a lot and I kind of learn through her as well I just think it's so important to just like lean on your friends when you're Mm. feeling like that. Self-care-wise, what else do I do? It sounds so materialistic, but I feel like when I look good, I feel good. That's,
1: that's not – it's like this – self-care is never ending. There's so many things, and you're so right, you yeah. know? Yeah,
0: I'll, like, jump on – like, I have an Instagram page for, like, selling my old clothes, and so I'll go through and clear out my wardrobe, and that feels like a cleanse, and then I'll sell all of that, and then I'll treat myself to something new, and – that for me, I'm like, I because I enjoy like fashion and styling yeah. so much. I'm like, cool, like a new outfit and then it's fun for me to wear that and then go catch up with friends and then I'm like, okay, I feel really good, like I have confidence again. And I don't know, I think it just resets everything for me when I'm feeling good.
1: Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we love your like you're you're like, you know, one of your fashion inspos is Hayley Bieber. Oh, my God, I love I always songs. love it because you repost so
0: many of her. Honestly, songs. that's all my story ever is. Honestly, one of my friends the other day was like, you are ridiculous. No. You need to." G-. But I think he was taking cool. the piss because he actually thinks she's a babe too. If I could have anyone's wardrobe or stylist, it would be Hayley.
1: Yeah. Mm. No, I think it's cool. There, focus on those things. The things you're passionate about are often the things that are meant for you, like the fashion thing. And I know it's not easy because you've got the girls and you've got to think out the logistics, but – I reckon there's something in that for you. I need to get into it somehow, pal. You will. You will. Somehow. Little steps in the right direction and work out. Yeah, just keep going with it. Go home and brainstorm it. It's fun. Mm. Now you did tell me a story before we started recording, and you don't have to. Obviously, I can cut this all out if you don't want to chat about it. But it was just such a no, great, it's such so a great um, dating app story, which we we are here for. So talk us through. You were telling me how you know you had a couple little mugs, also my drink of choice currently. So, so good. oh
0: I love them. My friend Kristen makes the most amazing margaritas. They're potent. They're dangerous. But <laughs> I was at her house, and we felt adventurous. And
1: why is it always when we have a couple of drinks? I'm I think same. it's a confidence I, thing. I, like, download the apps again, and then the next day they get deleted. Oh my. <laughs> Honestly, I was, like,
0: on there and matched with this guy. He's so dreamy. And he was in Auckland for quarantine, so he'd just come in from overseas. We were chatting on that, and then his bumble disappeared, but <clears throat> we won't get into that
1: because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still picking holes in that story. And then we became Instagram friends.
1: And Did you find him?
0: or? Oh, I found him. Mate, if you're plugging your Instagram on your bumble, I'm going to find you.
1: <laughs>
0: I will find you. It's
1: like when someone plugs their Spotify playlist. I'm like, okay, write yourself on your <laughs> on your dating app, mate.
0: I plug my um, Pinterest on my Instagram. Does that count?
1: But then, Maybe a little bit. What if then they go read your like, emo quotes? Oh, or no, just that's totally private. From- <laughs> I've got them under private. <laughs>
0: Along with my maybe one day board, oh, yeah. which like is a, a wedding if dress. have
1: got like a <laughs> wedding one and they're like, oh my God, this girl like, is this like ready is for a marriage. Nuts. Which is, again, it's totally, it's totally fine. So fine. This is the thing I like about apps like Hinge. We'll get back to your story in a second. But it actually says if they write it on their story, like want children or not. And for me, and I was talking to um, a recent guest as well. We're at the same sort of thing. We're at the same stage. If someone doesn't want to have kids, I don't want to even like talk to them. Yeah, why because why I because idea? I want to exactly. I want to get married and have children in yeah. the next few years, you know. That's exactly. something I really want. So why would I even waste, waste my time, time talking to somebody? Mm-hmm. I think you get a bit more savage, not in a bad mean way, but you just get a bit more Well, you know what you want to what What's you don't the point want? in chatting to them? Exactly. Like when you're younger, you're kinda like, Oh, he told me he doesn't want a girlfriend, but I'm still gonna date him and go around to his house what, when gonna he gonna sends change me up his to
0: mind at three o'clock in the morning. Exactly. It's the up to message. You're not gonna change his mind, mate. It's fine.
1: Hey, look, not ashamed to say, we've all been there. We've, I've,
0: but no, now, I've been there, not so not yet quite recently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but now, I'm very fussy about who I let into my house, let alone like doing that. Well, anyway, no judge. If you're still at that stage, we've been there too. Love you lots, babes. It's very fun. Oh, that, thank you so much for coming to hang out. Yeah, it was fun. It, was it always fun. is. I know. I haven't chatted to you properly in ages. No, I
0: felt like We had so much catch up. I
1: know. And what do you feel about the whole Because like we've talked about this privately as well And mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong way to do it mm-hmm. Social media and relationships oh, How do you feel about that yeah. going forward? I said to a couple of my guy mates
0: after the last one If I ever post a boyfriend again Slap me <laughs>
1: I don't know, like it's called, they call it a soft launch. So when you soft launch someone onto your oh, Instagram, it's a thing. Is it? So like often it will be like you're on a, you know, soft launch is often a guy's hand at brunch or like with a oh, drink or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like and that's that, that's the a back soft. of their head when they don't know you're taking a that's picture. That's a soft launch. Because in the beginning like stages, you're not taking photos together, right? I definitely no. am not. How do you feel though about it? Because I mean, I guess when you have kids and stuff, you kind of, things can move. And I, from, from watching you as well like that you do like and yeah, that's fine there's nothing I do. wrong with
0: it I have and I always have, I think because with Matt it moved very quickly from like living together to them having babies to being married to them not being married it was all over my social media and that's kind of what I've always done I dated one guy that made me delete my Instagram.
1: Yeah, what was that was about? was
0: wild. He wouldn't even let me talk to like my guy mates or my girl mates. Like, started taking my phone off me when mum and dad called. It was wild. When did
1: this start? I don't even know the when, like, when that happened. Cool. But when did that start happening when you were dating? Like, was it all good at the beginning? And then when does that happen?
0: Well, I think we'd probably been dating, like, maybe a month. And he was like... Why Why do you still have these guys on Instagram? You need to block them. But it ended up being like these quite intense arguments. And I was like, do you know what? To keep the peace, I'll delete them. And then it got to – I answered a phone call from my boss once and he was like, you need to hang up. It was – honest, I'm not heck? exaggerating. And I was like, is this normal? Like maybe I shouldn't be talking to like my best guy mates, like my best guy mates, Tom and Jesse." I did not talk to them for like months. And through that time, Tom lost his job in New Zealand from COVID. And I was the worst friend ever, only because I thought I was in the wrong for even talking to my guy mate. And then it got to the point where you need to delete your Instagram. And I did it. I said that I deleted I remember, it, but I deactivated it. I
1: remember you because I remember at the time. This is a while ago. I remember you were following no one bar baby that person. Yeah, I remember messaging you and being like, "Nikki, what's going on? Like, this is many, really pa- strange, it's so strange." And like a couple
0: of my I mean, friends it, reached out to my parents as well, and they're like, "What's going on?" And then it just goes to the point where I was like, "I'm just going to have to delete my Instagram." Mm. And we broke up, and I went back on. And I was like, "Wow, there was actually so many people that had noticed too." And I was like, "I actually feel well, like such you're, an idiot." You
1: people knew you through your social media, and you were po- and you used to post heaps about like. Yeah. And we loved your funny, funny things you'd post, and like so fashion weird, and the yeah. girls.
0: It's so weird. Yeah, it was awful.
1: Has it changed your social media a bit? Yeah, though, I do think you think so? Yeah. yeah,
0: definitely. I feel like when I was in my last relationship too, I was almost like asking permission to like upload pictures, whether it be of him or. Anything I was like Oh do you mind And and he was like Yeah why
1: No but I think That's kind of nice In a way Because I think Not everyone wants Not everyone wants To be on Not everyone's an Influencer Or doing that kind of stuff But then
0: even Like it would seep Into things like Oh maybe I shouldn't Be following this person Or oh why is it It was almost like You become walking On eggshells Because someone Taught you that The way you were doing it was wrong, even though it wasn't. I think when I met him, I was not in a very good headspace at all. And I was not happy with with myself or within anything. And I think it was almost like... Um, He took advantage of that. Dodged a bullet there, girlfriend. Did I ever? Oh,
1: well, yeah. I feel like uh, maybe it's just the posy vibes in us. I just feel like everything's going to work out. And God, like, but then, you know, it's going to. Surely. It has to. (laughs) It will. Let's just keep living a good life and enjoying your life whatever it is because like you're so right and that's something I always want to spread it's like you don't need a boyfriend to be happy Mm -mm. like surely that stuff might seem really cool but often you're in them and they suck as well (laughs) (laughs) you know just like make your life really cool and do the things you want to do so that then when you meet someone when the time's right you can do more cool things with them that's how I think of it as well I just want a
0: relationship that's an adventure
1: oh yes the friend thing I think that's really cool yeah that's the cutest When I look at like I've got people like couples That I look up to And sometimes Sometimes it makes you feel A bit sad when you see it But then you're like This is really awesome Like for me I don't know if you know of them They're big in Australia Zoe Foster Blake and Hamish Blake From oh, Hamish and Andy oh, Hamish and Andy And oh, Zoe wow. is like She's amazing She's like a She owns like a skincare company She's oh, an entrepreneur wow. Like wow. writer Like oh. I one of my idols But they've got such a cool Relationship And they've got the cutest kids And oh. I know that everything Always you know Nothing's perfect But they were friends first Love and that And I'm like, I want that. Like, I'm like, which, because I've been told that before. People were like, it'll probably be one of your mates. I'm like, where is he? Probably already met him. So it was a friend of mine who's a little bit psychic, and she's like, you've already met him. And I'm like, well, what the fuck's going on? Hello, come find me. (laughs) No, Nikki, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks to Sugar Baby Beauty for making this episode of the Self Love Club possible. Clean, kind, and vegan, using the best ingredients for your skin and the planet, and available at farmer stores in New Zealand. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Self Love Club podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We're an independent podcast, and you can support us by subscribing on your go-to podcast app. Click follow on Spotify. Leave a five-star glowing review. Show us where you're listening. Maybe you're out for a pretty walk. Uh, we'll screenshot and post on your Instagram story and tag. Tag us in it at Self Love Club Podcast so we can see and share. Share with your friends, sisters, workmates, everyone. Delve into our backlog and enjoy listening. You can find us and follow at Self Love Club Podcast. I'm Abel Crawford, and we'll catch you soon.